0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome into Season 3, Episode 10 of Sports Talk with me, your girl Whitney B. I'm happy. I know y'all happy. Well, some people happy. Some people's teams didn't win. Every team don't win. But it's, it was a good weekend in Michigan sports. Once again, the Lions pulled it off. Michigan State pulled it off. Michigan pulled it off. The Red Wings is doing good. The Pistons are decent. It couldn't be better for us right now. So without further ado, y'all, let's get this show started. What's up? What's up? You are now tuned in to Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. Yes, yeah, I you do not know how I think that I needed that um intro. Thank you again to my brother in law because it just gets me ready for the show. Like, I'm up, I'm ready, let's get it going. Um, just a quick update from last week, we talked a little bit about Kyrie Irving and what was going on with him and the comments that uh, well, it wasn't even really any comments he made, he just shared the Amazon video for you guys that don't know quick update and it was a lot that the NBA I mean well the um, Brooklyn Nets wants to put on him before he can return to the team well I did speak about LeBron James coming out and having comments after the show LeBron James did come out again and said "Um, I don't think he's anti-semitic and he should be able to play ball you know sports unites people so Basically, he made that comment, but I think he was like days too late, you know, and I really think he only commented back because of the backlash he was getting in the first place for making the statements. Um, And again, I get the whole face of the NBA stuff, but you don't have to comment on everything. Um, Second off, the NBA commissioner, he did also come out and state that he did not think that um, Kyrie was anti-Semitic in any kind of way and that, you know, he... He should be playing. So as of now, it hasn't been any like, oh, he's back on the team or he's back with the team playing. But I will update you guys along the way. I think that's like, it's, it's just, I don't know, it's something else. But moving along, because we got a lot of updates Um around the, around the NFL, but first I also want to update about Kay Cunningham. Crazy little small injury. He's going to miss a few games. Let's see what that does with the team. They've been up and down. They've been winning some games they shouldn't have won. Losing some games they should have won. So, I think the Pistons is definitely showing growth. Jaden Ivey, the rookie. I, You know what? I honestly think, you know, some people are where they need to be. I think as far as Jaden Ivey, and not because his mother was a Detroit shock or anything like that, and this is like hometown for him, but – I just feel like he jailed well. Like, this is where he needs to be, and he does a great, phenomenal job. With the Pistons, I'm hoping that this year the team isn't quite robbed, I would say, of media time and things like that, because I believe Kay Cunningham was slighted on um, a lot of rookie awards because the team sucked for one, and for two, you know, wasn't – really national. Like, I mean, if people not watching you, they don't know what to expect. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen to Jaden Ivey because I think that he's really doing a phenomenal job. Um, it's a Durham, another player. You The Pistons have some good key players. I think we still need a big man maybe um, defensively, but Kay Cunningham will miss, I believe, at least the next four games maybe they were saying – what I saw, so it's gonna be sad for some Pistons fans. The Wings have opened up with a better record um this season than they have um for a while now, at least a few years. And I'm I'm happy for Detroit Sports. It's it's almost like we are seeing the upward um like growth here. And I'm I'm actually, you know, sucks, sucks at the Tigers. What happened with them, but they finally fired Al the Vila. Season turned around at the end. So I'm excited for, you know, next year's opening day. And just everything with Detroit sports, it's it's looking up. And if you, you know, go outside of all the major league sports, I mean, Eastern Michigan damn near beat Michigan um University of Michigan balling, you know, basketball. Imani Bates, Imani Bates, I feel like. He was already a good player. We already knew that. You know what I'm saying? It was great that he left Memphis to come to Eastern Michigan, you know, his hometown. And that little bit of trouble that he got in, you guys remember I reported on that. All of that was dismissed. Imani Bates, he's good. He's back on the team. He's playing. And that's all behind him. What lessons did we learn from that, Imani? You can't just be in everybody's car. These are things that you have to check, especially now that, you could be put into any situation at any time. And, you know, it could b- barely be all over for you. And I get it. Oh, it's family and blah, blah, blah. You just got to be careful. It's not like, oh, my family's going to jam me up. But you can never be too careful. So hopefully that is the lesson that Imani Bates learned. Eastern Michigan, they got to work on filing. Because, hell, they to they looking like a-, a tournament playing school. They, they going to be an attorney in March. Watch. Because... If this is how they' gonna play, they definitely gonna be in before Michigan State. That's all I got to say about that Tom Izzo is a great coach. time just gotta go like it's it's Tom's way of playing basketball and the way it's going is it, it's not it's not it's not the same if i if i'm gonna just use the right words, it's not the same. Tom Izzo is a great coach again, but them boys need to shoot the ball. They don't need to play hot potato with the basketball for two damn minutes down the court. If somebody got an open shot, they have to shoot the ball. I'm not saying, oh, drive down and shoot every time or, you know, draw a fire or anything, but come on, Tom. Like, what are we doing here? (laughs) Like, I mean, and it's it's almost – I don't know. I think it's it's so common or whatever the good word is that we know is what's gonna happen. Well, I think them other teams they prepare for it. So by the time he damn near at hot potato six or whatever the pass is, you can't shoot the ball because they're ready for the rebound or they're ready for the block. It. We gotta do something those times. Jawan Howard got his sons over there they they plan decent but if Michigan don't get some kind of chemistry going i mean we got to see you know they barely pulled that game out last um over the weekend uh against Michigan against Eastern Michigan and that that's concerning <laughs> you know what i'm saying well not quite concerned i'm not going to say like eastern michigan is garbage but you know this is a ranked team Um, in the NCAA and this is new we're we're in the beginning of the season so it's not like you know we're looking for perfection but we we want to see this team at least I know I want to see this basketball team improve um, especially over the course of the season Hunter Dickinson he's looking good we got to get better and that's about all I'm gonna say about that squeeze that into the show. Real quick, um, around the n f l right quick, oh, well, let's stay on college, Michigan State. I am so happy for Michigan State, like <laughs> deep down inside, I still kind of cringe that I say that to be honest because I mean, I just have never been a fan, and i'm I'm growing into fandom for you guys, and so I'm happy that since that scuffle and that sour taste that that incident in Michigan in the tunnel put in a lot of people's, you know, mouths, they have overcome that they have overpassed that and they have won the last two weeks. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't an easy win. I believe it was like 27 to 21 against Rutgers, but it was a win. It was the win that they needed. And you know, move forward five and five. Now one more win puts them at bowl eligibility where, you know, weeks ago <laughs> we was questioning Mel Tucker over there in Michigan. And we was questioning this, you know, the team. And just to have to lose eight players, um, great defensive players, It's it's it hasn't stopped them. It has only made them better. And they're rising, you know – to better play and I'm I'm you know I'm I'm happy for them Michigan on the other hand well I'm not going to say on the other hand like they just suck but Michigan is still balling out um the game on um Saturday I'm gonna tell y'all it was so freaking like oh my god like Nebraska was looking good in the beginning. I'm not sure what happened to Nebraska, though. They kind of folded. And I want to say it looks like they gave up offensively. The defense still tried, but I think Michigan's strength is those second-half adjustments. Like, I don't know what they do in that locker room, but I would love, 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 love for them to send film over to the Lions when they're giving those speeches, when they writing them X's and O's on the board. Just, you know, some kind of like something here you can study, figure that out. Um, but even though they were up and they were doing good, I mean... They come out in the second half and it's just a whole different team and Michigan is not killing these people with these big explosive plays and I do think we're going to see them against Ohio State. I just hope that these receivers stop dropping the damn balls and Luke Schoolmaker makes his appearance because he wasn't even playing in Nebraska and you could see where he was missed in some of those key plays and Ronnie Bell he is a great wide receiver. I'm not taking that away from him, but where would Ronnie Bell go in the draft? I don't think in the top Um, uh, he wouldn't be in the uh, first round. Maybe low second round, high third round. He's just not that explosive like he could be or we know he could be. And if I was drafting, I would just – he's dropping too much balls. <laughs> like, I don't know. And he reminds me of a young Golden Tate. Those yards after the catch is where Ronnie Bell seems to really, you know, excel. It just hasn't been there these last couple of games. Even though they have won and blew out these teams, it's not quite there yet for me um, with him. So I personally think that against um, Ohio State in two weeks, they definitely need to... Pull out the big plays. I also think that that offensive line and that defensive line is going to mangle the lines for off, uh, um, Ohio State, especially on the defense. Like I mean, that offensive line has not been the best, you know. And I personally am still high on CJ Stroud as a pick for the Lions over Bryce Young. Some people are different me myself my opinion when people ask me I would rather have a CJ Stroud there for I believe what he can accomplish for the team now what would that look like for Justin Fields in Chicago like how do we play you know whatever you got you want it's a different league whatever but anywho, um I just I don't know I think that Michigan will pull it off against Illinois. It could be a trap game, though. Um, so those are things that you have to look out for, too. Like, what players do they play to get ready to go into um, Columbus? Because, I mean, it. I, Michigan is a good team. It's like they throw in the third. Well, do we consider him a third-string quarterback because K. is hurt? Who knows? But Warren – they put him in, he looks good. Edwards is a good back. Um, I can't think of the guy who backs up Edwards. But they're good running backs, you know what I'm saying? So what personnel do we play against Illinois? Are we going all the way or are we saving our good players for Ohio State? Because that is the key game. That game wins us the Big Ten again. That game solidifies our playoff spot. And I also believe that that game is what puts Blake Quorum in that definite Heisman conversation. Well, he's already in the conversation. I think that that puts Blake Quorum at the table in New York when it's time to discuss the Heisman. And it's fine. I get it, Hunter. um, um, The Tennessee quarterback, I do think he's good. I'm not even going to lie. And and the way the Lions is playing now, it looks like that may be one of our picks, depending, you know what I'm saying, on the draft spot. I mean, you know what? I don't even think we can get him. I think we're going to draft a little bit lower because the Lions are balling. We'll get to that. And um, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, I just don't. I don't think Bryce Young gets in. The way Alabama has been playing, I just don't. I think it would be Tennessee's quarterback, Ohio State's quarterback, and Blake Horm. Or if it's not C.J. Stroud, it may be Bryce Young, depending on who wins the game. But I do think that if Michigan beat Ohio State and they whoop their ass, it's definitely going to be Blake Horm over C.J. Stroud, period. And that's good for Michigan because that means two years in a row we have had that person, Aiden Hutchinson, who is doing his thing in Detroit. Rocky start, you know, killed that commander's game. Rocky start after that. But these last two weeks, Aiden Hutchinson has shown why he is the number two overall pick and why he almost deserves to be rookie of the year for real. Like, I think he leads the rooks in sacks at five and a half. We'll get to that. But um, yeah, I'm proud of Jim Harbaugh. It's crazy because I was looking at my um my memories on Facebook the other day, just yesterday it was, and it was like fire Harbaugh. <laughs> he not doing nothing for Michigan. Fans are so emotional. Like literally, I don't know why sports make us so emotional. But when we not happy, we not happy because we're not just saying fire Mel Tucker and look at me now And it's riding the bootstraps, happy for him. Hey. And I am happy for Mel Tucker because I think he deserves to be there. I think he has earned his spot. And I would hate to have seen him, you know, be fired over little things this season. Like, we need to give him another season and just see. So, he's turning it around to be able to get another few more seasons so we can see. But, you know, I'm emotional fans. I was like, oh, my God. And I laughed at myself because now I'm singing Jim Harbaugh's praises. Like, oh, my God. But anywho, the Michigan has started 10-0 first time since 2006. So, congratulations to Michigan. Just got to watch out for this trap game. Trap games, be it like Philadelphia and the Commanders yesterday, Monday Night Football. I kind of knew in my heart going into that game that Philadelphia would lose that game. Philadelphia is a great team. I'm not saying that the Commanders are better. They were even at um, betting odds to win by double digits, and it was reversed. Um, The Commanders won by 11, not Philadelphia. And turnovers were a factor. It just was a lot. I think personally – these really do be trap games and I feel like Philly should have learned from Pittsburgh a few years ago when the commanders went there and and you know dismantled their undefeated season so now this is two years within two years the commanders have sucked essentially but went into these teams and undefeated who (laughs) you know what I'm saying so good for the commanders good for Washington Heineke they all deserve it. They fought hard. The and the Eagles, they lost. I don't I mean, I'm not saying that this loss puts them out of people's top tens in their power rankings, but would this be Philadelphia? Will Philadelphia still be number one? I think the Bills would move down in people's power rankings over that loss to Minnesota. It just I mean, I don't know. That overtime loss to Minnesota and I'm the fumble in the end zone, like, it's just some things you just just did not look right for Josh Allen. What it looked good for me as a Detroit Lions fan is it gives me hope on Thanksgiving. And, you know, a few weeks ago, I'm like, ain't no way Josh Allen coming in Detroit and losing on Thanksgiving. He about to probably throw for 700 yards on the Lions. But here lately, I'm just like, mm, I don't know. They're taking some L's to some teams. Not to say Minnesota is trash, but I mean they should have won that game. Period. Um, so I'm excited for Thanksgiving Day now, the Thursday game, and I think it's gonna be a good one. I'm I hate that Minnesota had to win that game, just being in the, in the NFC North. But w- what I can and will say is, I'm just glad it's not Green Bay at the top of the NFC North this year. Like, I mean, I'm sick of that shit for real. Um, I hope this is Aaron Rodgers' last year. They did pull it off in overtime against Dallas. I think Green. I mean, I think Dallas needs to be done with Mike McCarthy. Like I just do. I don't. I don't know what he brings to the team, and they, I just, I do. I, personally, I do. I've said it before, and I've said it again. He's, he sucks. Moving on. Um, I was over it. That Dallas could not pull off this win against Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers did what Aaron Rodgers does the best and come back. You know, that was my fear, and I told y'all that last week when he played the Lions. Aaron Rodgers, this is what he do. The Lions was just able to contain him in that red zone, and that's what won the game, something Dallas couldn't do, Um, especially at the end of the game. I mean, shit, I think they scored like 21 points in the last quarter. Maybe like the last five or ten minutes of the game. You know, it's, it's what, what, you know, it's, do y'all, do y'all care? I mean, what are we doing here? What, what are we doing? And secondly, um, the Rams. I mean, okay, let me skip over because I told y'all Tom Brady gonna ball out after that whole divorce thing. Beat the Rams last week. Beat Seattle and Germany this week. I'm, I mean, Tom Brady, he he's gonna Tom Brady, and I think he might really be done at the end of this season. But I told y'all, Tom, Tom's gonna his thing. As far as the Rams, we as in the Lions and the Rams have the same record, three and six right now. Um. Who would pick first right now? Probably the Lions. <laughs> the Rams. The you know, what is it? About two and three, three and four. Um, well, you know what? I don't know, because it's a lot of three and six teams right now. Like it's it it's the NFC is ass. That's all I gotta say. But I say that to say was I I could see the Lions picking um over. I mean, like the Rams pick being more like in the top five and then the Lions being in like five to ten, maybe. Um, with that being said, yes, I do think the Lions will win more games than the Rams. I mean, Cooper, Cooper Cup, ankle injury, out. Offensive line was already asked. Um, Tyler Higby. we don't know which one's going to show up. No run game. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I think that the Rams' season is done, unfortunately, and it sucked for Matthew Stafford coming off of that Super Bowl win. It makes a lot of people question his ability to be great. Oh, was Matthew Stafford a fraud? Um, it's the same Matthew Stafford again in Detroit, and I don't think that. I just think that he needs that coverage. It was the, it it's kind of the same thing. Like if Matthew Stafford don't have weapons to weaponize. It's not good for him, and and you can see that with like last year they was amazing, great line, you know, multiple receivers, multiple weapons, and all of that, and it worked for him. You know, this season he got an up and down tight end. Um, what was that guy name that we drafted over Aaron Donald? Um, Eric Ebron. And then you got this phenomenal receiver, Calvin Williams. <laughs> like, I mean, we had some decent players over the years for Matthew Stafford. I think he had good with Theo Riddick and, and Golden Tate. It, It's just Matthew Stafford needs a phenomenal team, especially a phenomenal offensive line to succeed. Would I take Stafford over Joff? Yes, I would. Um, Is that my personal bias? Probably yes. I mean, Joff is growing on me, to be honest. Um, I hope, I mean, what do we do to get him to stop turning the ball over so much is the question. Um, But I think if we put Matthew Stafford on this year's Lions, it would be more wins. Um, Definitely at this point in the season, maybe. Um, Right now, I would say we would have won that Minnesota game. We probably would have won that Philly game. Um so we would be at 5 and 4. You know, on the season, maybe 6 and 3. Definitely think it would have been a different outcome. But we are where we need to be. Matthew Stafford is where he needs to be and where he was happy. What does this mean for Matthew Stafford future? He's definitely going to be there next year. They gave him this extension, paid him this money. He is their franchise quarterback. The Rams have to build in the second round, you know, their picks. They this is their first round pick that that we get this year, so they're not going to get another first round pick until next year, unless they trade for somebody else and mortgage the damn drive picks again. But if Matthew Stafford is going to be their quarterback, there's no way they can do that. I'm not, I'm not for that. And I don't think they won't need to do that either, you know. Hey, but you got to get what you can take. What's going on in Denver? You know, I mean, Russell Wilson is not giving them what he was supposed to give them. And he's making all of this money. Where do you put him? Like, where do, what? what do you do? How do you draft? Who do you draft? You know, it's. It's just questionable out here in the the, the NFL. I I believe so many teams need a quarterback, but so many teams just need a few missing pieces, I think. For the Lions, we need a lot of pieces, of course. Um, We should draft a quarterback. Goff's not going to be here forever. Um, He's not the franchise quarterback. We definitely need to draft a quarterback. And I believe in this draft, where do you pick them? That I'm not. Quite sure because I think that defense is also as important. You know, I would hate for them to give Joff another year and don't draft a quarterback, and then we have a rook in for the following season trying to figure it out. Um, But I definitely think we definitely need defense and we need a quarterback, and we probably need an. I don't know. I would say another wide receiver, but let's see what Jameson Williams give us. We might can pass on that one. Um, before I get out of here, though, I got to talk about the phenomenal way, the phenomenal way the Lions won that game because after overtime, I mean, after halftime, it was looking like them same old damn lions. Third quarter scored nothing. The Bears, you know, Justin Fields, he was running. He, you know, one thing I will say is he did not run as much. He did have on his one explosive run for a touchdown in the fourth quarter that you know killed my spirits. Then that was after his pick six. Congratulations to Jeff Okuda got his first pick six of his career very first interception of the season and it was set up by none other than our own rook Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson looks like he has been studying film. He's, 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 he he saw Justin Fields set up for that screen pass and was able to put that pressure, get in his face, set Jeff Okuda up for the pick six and then the very next play, yeah, the Bears, you know, ran on her ass. <laughs> Justin Fields took it to the house but in years past, or even in games past, that kind of play would have like just messed up the aura um you know their confidence would have just went down. What I saw from the Lions is that it was fight from from the from the beginning to the end outside of the third quarter. We don't know what happened in the third quarter, but what the Lions did was finish out a game. They finished it out. They did what they had to do. And they – this is – what? They said this ain't been done since the 83? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we – how do we – like, the Lions scored 21 points in the fourth quarter, rushing, um, throwing, defense. Like, this is something we need to see. And it was so good to see the celebration. Like, Dan Campbell, I mean, he is such a good motivator. And it makes me feel good. Like, you could just tell how much the team rallies for him and around him and they play for him. And I I don't think they want to see him gone. And I don't think he's going to be gone. I think Dan de- definitely will be here next season. But I think this was, like, the point – where now we're going to see the turning point in the team. New York next week, then um, very short, Sunday, New York, Thursday. That following Thursday will be Buffalo. I do think we can go one and one New York is balling. Yes, they are. Is it the New York game we win, or is it the Bills? I really think it'll be against the Bills, and I truly think we can beat the Giants, like, it's all about the game planning and what we do. And the Lions have been in some very close games this season and even last season. And we have to continue to close them out. And if we could play for the next games like we have played these last two games and just wanting to continue to close out the season, I think Dan Campbell is good and I think the Lions are good. I think we can sweep the Bears. We're going to win that Bears game at home. Um, the Packers, do we go in the Lambeau and win again? That is questionable. I think Aaron Rodgers is pissed off, and he was talking shit about the team. Um, but I think we have a chance, and that's the truth. Um, the Vikings, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we almost beat the Vikings, though, this year think so. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we got to look at the fact that Jamison Williams starts to play in December, Um, Kirby Joseph. Like, we just – I think so. I think the Lions has the the team that we need at the moment. They're playing the way they need to play. I mean, again, Aiden Hutchinson is five-and-a-half sacks on the season, and there's still, still plenty of season to go. Dan Campbell got his first road win. They're living on a high right now that I feel like only this team will knock themselves off of. And, you know, honestly, I mean, my only, like, sore thumb is DeAndre Swift, to be honest. Like, he should be everybody's sore thumb, though. I say this every week. Some people agree with me, some people don't. And it's fine, it's my show, it's my opinion. And I. it's not that your opinion doesn't matter to me, but this is just how I feel now. And if anybody can change that, I'm all for admitting that, okay, well, maybe I was wrong. Remember, I said it about Geno Smith. Admitted I was wrong, and I'm fine with that. So anyway, y'all, I'm losing my voice. I fought through it to get here. I know I didn't say much, but I... I really need to go get my inhaler, so I'm just thank you guys for supporting me. Always, I got some book sales. I want to say they were from my show, so I appreciate all of y'all life support. I'm doing something big with the book, so make sure y'all stay following me at my MyWhitneyB on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at MyWhitneyB. Go to MyWhitneyB.com forward slash life support for your signed copy of my book. And while you're there, make sure you hit the shop sports talk with whitney b get your t-shirts the ones that we still have for sale i appreciate you all and i'm out what's up what's up you are now tuned in to sports talk with me your girl whitney b